verses 16 through 20. Amen. When you have it, just say amen. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he went out and came in before them. And Saul said to David, Behold, my elder daughter, Merab, her will I give thee to wife. Only be thou valiant for me and fight the Lord's battles. For Saul said, Let not mine hand be upon him, but not let the hand of the Philistines be upon him. But David said unto Saul, Who am I? And what is my life or my father's family in Israel that I should be the son-in-law to the king? But it came to pass at the time when Merab's Saul's daughter should have been given to David that she was given to Adriel, the Beloethite, the, to wife. And Michael, Saul's daughter, loved David. And they told Saul, and the thing pleased him. You may be seated. I want to talk to you from the subject beyond the break. Beyond the break. Amen. Father, I pray, bless your vessel in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Beyond the break. One of the hardest things to get people to believe in besides God is destiny. So many people have come from settings and environments that has defined them to be a certain way. While others have had to overcome verbal despondency. And when they approach their adolescent years, they are left to question what is considered their self-worth. There is a struggle because when one converts to the worship experience, they now find themselves fighting an internal battle because somebody that I cannot see tells me how great they can be through me. But I spent many years fighting the feelings of worthlessness because I'm around people that didn't see anything in me at all. It is when the believer finally embraces the promises of God that another dilemma surfaces because now I'm left to wonder why would God bring me into a life that leads me to having to work myself out of places that presents so many challenges. Mm, it becomes imperative for everyone to understand that anything that is of value will pay a price because what God deems qualified must now go through a process that certifies them to function inside of destiny. I believe we have good reason to give God his glory this morning because my life has been deemed qualified. Ah, so we continue with David ah, and his journey to be king. And after spending time in what was obviously a hostile environment, David would now be moved into the position of a captain over men of thousands. Uh, we could question David's willingness to stay and why not return back to the field of sheep in what appeared to be a place of comfort. Uh, but it is when God puts his hands on you and he reveals that there is more to you than what you did in the field that he's does not let you run out of gas when you're having to navigate through your troubles. Uh, there are so many of us that spend a lot of time, uh, a lifetime of telling you where they've been and what has happened to us along the way. Uh, but those who didn't run out of gas, uh, they don't get stuck on the story uh, because the javelin didn't kill me. Uh, it just got me out of the worst season of my life. Uh, David was in high position now because he was no longer considered a shepherd boy. He was now labeled a captain and surrounded by people who loved him. Uh, it is here we see the hidden revelation of God uh, as he exposes the cry of church hurt. Oh, God. 
Because if the truth be told, there were many that was hurt before they got in church and they failed to address the wound. And when something happens that don't feel so good, a lifetime of hurt gets blamed on the church. Oh, I feel like preaching. David was hurt before he got to the palace when his father neglected him. But he made captain because what was going on in the palace is what moved him. I want to talk to the people in here who know that you can't play music forever, but sometimes your song has to run out so God can get you to the next level. Somebody shout God, I feel like preaching in here. He was moved around people who loved him. Ah, Israel and Judah watching him grow into a poised leader. It is when you are in between where you are and where you will be that God will put you in a place that you can recover. Oh, I feel like preaching. Uh, many people stay stuck in lingering pain uh, because they choose to skip the place uh, uh, to recover. Uh, the love from Israel and Judah was recovering him uh, because the father neglected him. Uh, his brothers belittled him, uh, and the javelin devastated him. Uh, so God had to recover him uh, before he released him to the next level. Uh, I want to talk to somebody in here uh, who's had to deal with more more than one thing being thrown at you. And you know that God has to recover you because somebody on that next level will need your gift and not your wounds. Uh, somebody going to have church with me today. It becomes critical now because God, he was recovering him and he was teaching him because sometimes when dealing with difficult people, preach Damon, who has caused us much harm, it becomes easy to give them back what they dished out to us. I don't want to have church. Ah, uh, but God never put him around people uh, who would instigate him. Uh, but he put him around people uh, who would love the hell out of him. Why, Bishop? Because you can't let Saul change who God is making you and what he is set to do in your life. I want to talk to some people in this house that you know that God kept you around because you got more levels to live on. And you can tell all the souls in your life that you can throw anything at me, baby, but you can't change me because I'm still set to be a king. Somebody shout hallelujah. God, I feel it here. Uh, it becomes critical now uh, that we understand the importance of recovery uh, because sometimes, if not careful, uh, desperation for one thing can jeopardize uh, everything that God is setting up to happen in your life. Uh, this is why Saul would offer his daughter to David uh, because he would try to cheapen him with attention. Uh, oh, I feel like preaching. Uh, you will find that sometimes on the journey uh, that the enemy will use attention when you are coming out of vulnerability. <laughs> but David was the one who emptied the horn of Samuel. He was the one that couldn't get hit with the javelin. He was the one that was getting ready to assume a position that was only made for him. So you don't need nobody else's attention when God's attention is already on you. I wish I had three of y'all who can say to your neighbor, God is on me and shout hallelujah. 
God, I feel like preaching in this place. It was Saul trying to cheapen David by exploiting a weakness from his past, fighting the Lord's battles. And I will make sure to give you Merab to be your wife. We got to be careful, my brothers and sisters, in this season of the uneven tree. Because there are many of us, many of God's people, that are trading their destiny for just a few days of happiness. Merab was tied to someone who didn't even like David and was trying to sabotage his future. The uneven trade will always involve something that don't belong on your level. I wish I can talk to somebody. Merab came from the palace, but David came from the field. Merab had stuff handed to her, but David had to work for everything he got. Merab was expecting things to happen. While David had to wait on the Lord uh, until he made it happen. Uh, is there anybody in here uh, that knows that my level, uh, it brings a separation. Uh, and anything just can't set up shop uh, and walk up into my life. Uh, you ought to shout hallelujah and give God a praise. I feel like preaching here. It becomes critical now because the uneven trade, it would expose motive because Saul wanted to put David in the hands of the Philistines so they could take his life. You will find, my brothers and sisters, that when people have lost their place in God, they will soon forget who has got the bigger hands. I feel like preaching. It was God's hands that gave David victory over Goliath. It was God's hands that played the song over the javelin. It was God's hands that set to reveal what the enemy wanted to hide. I need somebody to understand that it doesn't matter who the enemy turned you over to. Because in the time of trouble, I always got an extra set of hands working on my behalf. Uh, somebody uh, oh God I wish I was in a church today uh, somebody take 30 seconds and give God a God, so uh, he makes David a proposition then. Uh, and it is in David's next statement that unfolds a problem in that of Zion. Uh, he says, who am I? Uh, it is sometimes when the early part of life uh, has required you to live and function in hell uh, that your purpose and potential gets lost in the flames. Oh, I feel like preaching. Uh, David was used to being neglected. Uh, he was used to people being chosen before him. Uh, he was used to doing jobs that would belittle his potential. Uh, so he could not understand uh, that when the enemy can see your value uh, before you do, uh, he will try to destroy it before you can begin to know who you are. Uh, who am I? Uh, I am somebody that God covered in oil. Uh, I'm somebody that God gave a song in a difficult time. I am somebody that he gave purpose when I was left in the field. Is there anybody in here that know that you are somebody? You ought to shout hallelujah. Oh God, I feel like preaching in this place. Somebody shout. 
Uh, it would be in this statement then uh, that God deals with the psychological makeup of David. Uh, because when God puts his hands on you uh, and determine he will use you, uh, he has to bring your mind up to your potential. Uh, I feel like preaching. Uh, there are many of us in here uh, whose minds were affected uh, way before we faced the javelin. Uh, and now we let our minds tell us uh, that we don't deserve to be in a good situation. Uh, David fought like a king. Uh, David would play like a king. Uh, but now he has to start thinking like a king uh, so that his environment will start to match up with what God saw in him. Uh, somebody in here got to know uh, that God is working on your mind uh, because where he is taking you uh, cannot reflect the field. Uh, it cannot reflect the generational curse uh, that God has broken. Uh, but it has got to reflect the things uh, in my season huh, that's starting to change. Huh? I wish I had somebody in here huh, that can tell your neighbor huh, he's working on my mind. Huh? As a man is, huh, as a man think, huh, so is he. Huh? Shout hallelujah huh, and give God a praise. Oh, the thought of marrying the daughter of the king. Uh, the Bible says it didn't set right with David. Uh, he reflects on where he came from, uh, the type of family he came out of, uh, and it pushed him into denial. Uh, this is why David never was caught without a praise. Uh, this is why Psalms 34 rested in the pit of his soul, uh, because despite where he came from uh, and what Saul knew about him, uh, the king's still made him an offer. I wish I could talk to somebody. I want to talk to the people in here that's glad that no matter how long you stayed in the field and no matter if I was playing the wrong song, God still made me an offer. Somebody need to tell the devil he still saw a king and shout hallelujah and give God a prize. He still saw a king. Uh, let's go to Webster right now. Uh, attraction. Uh, it means the quality of a person uh, that evokes an interest. Uh, it was David that never got beside himself. Uh, he never bragged about the horn of oil. Uh, he never boasted about his appointment uh, to replace the king. Uh, he never pushed his title of being a captain. Uh, but the Bible says uh, that David just walked in the spirit uh, of humanity. Humility, uh, because it was hard to see himself uh, bigger than the field. Uh, I need for the church to understand uh, that when you stop seeing yourself, uh, God makes it a point to show himself uh, in different areas of your life. Uh, I feel like preaching. Uh, he'll make big things uh, fall at your feet. Uh, he'll prevent dangerous things uh, from overtaking you. Uh, he will put you in positions uh, that will make people have to take back uh, what they thought about you. Is there anybody in the house that's ready for God to show himself? Then you ought to tell your neighbor hide yourself so God can show himself and give God a prize. 
Somebody going to have church with me today. Ah, David could not see himself being in the family of the king. But the Bible says he never got upset as Saul would break his promise. And he gave Merab to somebody else. I feel like preaching now. It is when God is preparing you for a greater destiny that he won't let somebody interrupt his breaking process. I feel like preaching because what he wants you to have, it can't afford to break you. It can't frustrate you. It can't drain you. But it's got to compliment you in this season. Ah, David never got upset because the next one that was coming into his life was going to be a compliment. You ought to prophesy to somebody in here and tell them God's about to compliment you in this season. He's going to put something in your life that will take you higher. Somebody shout out at her. I feel like preaching. Too late, devil. I want to have some church. Now, David was still battling in the palace with the king because Saul could sense that God was behind the elevation. And rather than go after God, he would go after who God had his eyes on. His eyes. He pulled out the javelin, but the Bible says that David avoided it. He put in position but the Bible says that David conquered it. He offered his daughter, but the Bible says that David would deny it. And next in line was Michael, who went from loving David to despising him for his love for God. I feel like preaching to somebody in here that's being set up by God in this season. God told me to tell you, don't take Micah. Micah is a distraction. Micah is a disguise. Micah's not real. Micah don't have no respect. Micah is on assignment to blow your setup. Somebody tell the devil I've been through too much to settle for Micah. I escaped too much to live with Micah. I've been coming too much coming to let my to stay with Micah because I found out that Micah is a seed She's not the fruit. You ought to shout hallelujah and give God a prize. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. I say, neighbor, don't take Michael. She's a setup. Shout hallelujah. Shout glory. Do I got some praises in the church that can give God a praise? Hey, yeah, don't take my God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. And let's take 30 seconds and lift up the name of Jesus. of Jesus. 
Lift it in the name of Jesus. Can we praise the name of Jesus? The lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, that great I am. Can you praise your God? Can you praise your God? Can you praise your God? Or are you an imposter? Can you praise your God? Can you lift up the name and say thank you? I, I will bless the Lord at all times. I got to close. I'm going to let you go. But I'm going to close out on the series of David's troubles. Because after killing the giant, being invited to the palace, after playing music for the king, the Bible says it was then that things start to go south. He was dodging javelins. He was put into a position with no experience. He was offered a woman that he didn't obtain. It was a series of troubles. Saul tried to pin him. Saul tried to degrade him. Saul tried to trick him because the only way he could stop what God was about to do in David's life, he had to break him. I want to preach to somebody that's facing a series. The enemy trying to pin you, trying to degrade you, trying to trick you because he knows that you are close to living like a king. And every time I turn, down an offer. Every time I keep playing my song, every time I release a praise, I show the devil I'm beyond the break. I'm beyond the breakdown. I'm about to break out. I'm about to break through. I'm about to break in because when, when, when I was covered with oil when I was pulled out the field God gave me some new breaks I I got new breaks to stop the devil new breaks to stop the enemy new breaks to stop the javelin new breaks tell somebody put on the brakes put on the brakes and God bless you.
Let us stand for dismissal. And the people say, God bless you.